Welcome to WFUV's What's What. It's Tuesday, September 5th. What's What is a daily podcast that explores current events, culture, news, and hot topic issues in the New York tri-state area. And includes features and interviews exclusively from WFUV. I'm David Escobar. And I'm Christina Lulich. And here's what's going on around the city. We may be entering the fall season, but the summer heat is far from over. Starting today, New York City is opening cooling centers across the five boroughs. Hot and humid conditions are in the forecast for today and tomorrow. The heat index across the city is expected to be in the mid to upper 90s. The city opens areas for New Yorkers to stay cool when the heat index is forecast to be 95 degrees or above for two or more consecutive days. The cooling centers are set to be open until tomorrow. To find one near you, head to finder.nyc.gov. Commuters can expect to see schedule changes for the Long Island Railroad. The MTA says the new times will increase service to Penn Station and add more direct service to Brooklyn. These changes are based on ridership data and customer feedback. Major schedule differences can be found on the MTA website and commuters are encouraged to stay updated with the Train Time app. There's a new law going into effect today that could impact your next stay at a short-term rental. It's called Local Law 18, and it'll require hosts who run out spaces for less than 30 days to register with the city. Some major renting platforms that'll be affected by this law are Airbnb, Verbo, and Booking.com. Hosts will now be required to live in the dwelling, and guests must have unrestricted access to all rooms. Also, no more than two guests are allowed to stay at a time. Hosts who do not comply with this rule could face up to $5,000 in fines. We all know New York City is home to some amazing restaurants. But you might be surprised to hear that some of the best food out there is at a baseball park. That's because City Field, the home of the New York Mets, just received an award from USA Today for having the best stadium food in the country. Filet mignon, hot pastrami sandwiches, and a rotating Taste of Queens vendor featuring local small businesses are just some of the reasons cited for the award. The experts who nominated City Field say they appreciate the stadium's commitment to making its food options as diverse as the cuisine in Queens. This morning, New York City Mayor Eric Adams held a press conference with transit officials about the increased reports of people riding on top of subway cars. WFUV's Grace Galbraith has the story. Mayor Adams is partnering with New York City high school students from the High School of Art and Design to create a video message urging young New Yorkers to stop subway surfing. NYPD Chief of Transit Michael Kemper says there are a number of physical dangers for riders who climb on top of moving train cars. Our message is clear to anyone who is still thinking of subway surfing. Don't do it. It is not only illegal, and if you're caught, you will be arrested, but it is deadly. You need to recognize this. There are no do-overs if a mistake occurs. Consider it game over. In the next few days, the videos will be displayed in subway stations and on train cars in all five boroughs. For WFUV News, I'm Grace Galbraith. That was WFUV's Grace Galbraith with the latest update on subway surfers in the city. And on this day in 2016, Freddie Mercury was immortalized in the form of an asteroid. The Queen frontman's name was attached to Asteroid 17473, 
The asteroid was discovered in 1991, the same year Mercury died. And Queen's lead guitarist, Brian May, made this announcement to fans on what would have been Mercury's 70th birthday. Every Tuesday, the What's What podcast gives you updates on the latest music news. And today, we're joined by WFUV's Jaya Joyce. Hey, Jaya. Hey, guys. We've had a lot going on this week, but let's start with the sad news. Over the weekend, the music world suffered a huge loss with the death of 76-year-old Jimmy Buffett. The iconic musician lost his four-year battle with skin cancer on Friday in Sag Harbor on Long Island. Such a big loss for the music world and what a legacy he leaves behind. But talk about how he's being honored. Well, famous artists and fans have come together in the tri-state area to share their love for the Margaritaville singer. On Saturday, country artist Keith Urban dedicated a performance to him at his concert in Atlantic City, performing two of Buffett's iconic hits. And what about his fans? Well, as Jimmy said, it's always five o'clock somewhere. And in New York City, fans took the phrase to heart. The day after his death, they flooded Buffett's well-known Margaritaville Resort in Times Square to immerse themselves in the Jimmy Buffett universe and drink some margaritas in his honor. Also over the weekend, fans gathered at Jones Beach on Long Island, where Buffett performed many times throughout his career. There was definitely a large camp of New Yorkers celebrating the life and legacy of Jimmy Buffett this weekend, but I heard some others were lined up for the Electric Zoo Music Festival on Randall's Island. How did that go? I wouldn't say the annual event ran smoothly, Christina. The highly anticipated three-day EDM festival got a little bit chaotic. Not all fans with tickets were even able to get inside to experience the music. Wait, what do you mean? Well, the first day of the festival was canceled because organizers weren't able to set up the stage in time for their performances. That upset fans with Friday tickets. But the anger stirred up even more when fans were denied entry into the festival on Sunday as well. Why is that, Jaya? The festival made an announcement on X saying the event had reached full capacity at around 6.30 p.m. and that fans not yet inside wouldn't be allowed in. The capacity concerns were also connected with the event cancellation on Friday. But fans turned away should be rest assured that they will receive full refunds for their tickets. That's good to hear. Now, let's turn to some big news for rock and roll fans. I heard the Rolling Stones are sitting on a major announcement. So what's going on with them? We have some monumental news for Rolling Stones fans. Yesterday, the band announced that they'll be releasing their first studio album in 18 years. It's called Hackney Diamonds and will be the Rolling Stones' first album since the 2005 release of A Bigger Bang. Do you think anyone saw this coming? Some were suspicious. The band has been teasing the album for a little bit now with a mysterious marketing campaign projecting their logo onto major landmarks throughout the U.S. But the confirmation of new music has fans geeking out. Is there any more new information? The three surviving members, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, and Ron Wood, will announce more details at an event in London tomorrow. But fans can tune into the live stream from around the world. It'll be streamed on the Rolling Stones YouTube account at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And to top it all off, they'll be interviewed by New York's own Jimmy Fallon. That's such exciting news. Jaya Joyce is a reporter at WFUV News who covers all things music. 
Jaya, thanks so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And that's our show for today. But check back with us tomorrow around 3 o'clock for more news, music, and culture. And as always, you can find more from us at WFEVnews.org and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm David Escobar. And I'm Christina Lulich. And that's What's What.